Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Eileen. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today, the three of us are recording from our hotel in California. We have so much to talk about. Last night, we went to the U Up show. It was so much fun. And then we are going to get into some pop culture topics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what day? It's very, it's very early for us on the West Coast. Although, I'm kind of like, I don't it's really not that know early. what time. I don't know what time. Well, I don't know what time it is because it's like we're confused. And yeah, and now I've I've been here since like Saturday, so I'm like I'm kind of like not on East Coast time anymore. But I'm like so on East Coast time that I'm like just confused and exhausted, and and my flight was just delayed. I'm supposed to leave tonight, but it's better. I actually think it's not that annoying unless you have somewhere to be. I mean, I guess you have a kid. It is annoying because I have yeah, I have have to wake up at at the same time the next day. Right, hoping rusty. Maybe you can sleep on the plane a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a lot of – I'm a little anxious about our flight tonight if it, if it leaves no. on time. I think it'll be okay. You have nothing to base that on <laughs> besides the two <laughs> flights that you already – Just, just our, hope. <laughs> yeah, the two flights within our group that have already been moved that not – Well, let's you know. talk about the U Up show, Trina. How do you feel it went? Because we were in the crowd. We I was shouting. Everyone seemed like they were having a good time. But how was it for you? It was great. It was, uh, th- oh, it's always such a fun show. It's fun to get people up there. It's fun to like see the differences between like each city and like the issues that people have with the people with dating in every city. And every city thinks their city is the worst to date in. Really? Uh, yeah. San but, Francisco thought they were the worst. Yeah, everyone thinks they're the worst. Well, in San Francisco, they had they have a saying that they're like people told us about, which is like the odds are good, but the goods are odd. So like I think there's a lot more the men guys than are women. Odd. The There's a lot more men than women, but like they're weird or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, interesting. Okay, but at least that sounds like you might just get like a little bit of a weird gem of a guy, you know? Like the yeah. odds are good. Well, they were like, so you're oh, gonna get like someone. The, the San Francisco guys are like tech bros. I was and gonna then, say like, it's like tech. Yeah, or like they're like either really nerdy or really like techy and rich and douchey. And then in LA, the whole thing is like no one has a real job, which. Yeah, that was definitely the vibe. I kind of feel yeah, it's like you, you want to be a model or an influencer and no one has a nine to five. Yeah. I kind of feel like of all the ones that, you know, when people say like their city's the hardest, I actually do think that LA might be one of the hardest because of both the fact that like the guys are all like social climbing or not all. I don't want to. So are the girls probably any too, LA I think it's like all the people, <laughs> everyone. There's always like a younger crowd coming. You know, there's always like more well, people moving thing. in. There's always a younger, hotter person around. Everyone yeah. here is so good looking that I feel like I would just, I would be like, I couldn't handle it. I need to go somewhere. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> well, uglier. I just think yes. <laughs> yes. San Francisco, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think it's like you, A, people are like too social climbing for like, like you have like the New York level of lack of commitment and then you have it like multiplied because people are trying to find the next best thing. And then there's just like no spontaneity. And so like, where are you going to meet someone? That's what I don't really understand. Like everyone just yeah. sort of goes. Should have brought to you like, on stage. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so they would have wanted to. 
Yeah. No, it's just like, I just don't get where you would ever have a chance meeting of someone. Maybe the gym. No, I don't feel like people chance meet people anymore. Maybe, maybe they do it like pre-games. I feel like that was where, like in our in our generation, that was like where you would. But wouldn't you kind of like, I agree with you that pre-games would be sort of like the, you know, or parties. But I feel like here, because everything's very social climbery and exclusive, people only want certain people at their parties. So it's like the chance of encountering a random person right. you don't already know, how would just, I don't really know when it would happen. I'm sure there's pockets of normal people somewhere. Like when they're no, doing they're their own thing. definitely are normal people. <laughs> they're definitely normal, normal people, people, but maybe they're not like the mass of people you see on a dating app because they don't look like, maybe they're the ones you'd overlook on a dating app because they don't you have You thought about like, moving to LA. Does that make you like, would you be like worried about your kids dating in LA? <laughs> no, because like maybe my kids would go move to a different city. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you must <laughs> come back to LA. Maybe they'd leave and it would be fine. <laughs> or like, who knows? Like people, it's not like no one in LA can get into a relationship. It's like that's true. You know, we definitely also, get a, who knows a if like sample. the kid would like LA? I think LA is a good place to be if you're like settled and established. And yeah, although Question. most people who move what, here what's, aren't. What's New York people's like biggest? I think New York issue. people because New York is such a big city. It's much bigger than any of these other cities in terms of how many people. In terms of the amount of people that there's so many options that everyone feels very disposable. I, mm. We get that a lot, and then also that the guys are like these like finance like assholes, which like a lot of them are. But like, I mean, it's funny because like when we live there's there, so we're like yeah, a lot finance of them are. assholes. Well, that's what I'm saying. We because we live there, we're like oh, of course there's a lot of those people, but of course there's so many other people because right. we live there, so we know it's we don't we don't live in a stereotype. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just the same thing then, I guess, for other people who are listening who are from L.A. Exactly. But do you think that – okay, anyone listening from L.A., I would love to hear you weigh in on, like, how true is – do you feel the stereotype of, like, it's only actors and models and agents, you know? Where are the normies? Let us know where we can find the L.A. normies. Speaking of – Things that aren't normal. We get Evian at this hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand I, Evian because it's like it doesn't taste good, but it's a very like elite brand somehow. I don't really understand I like an it. Evian mister, you know, when you like spray it on your face. When you're not and tasting it. it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It. <laughs> it's 7.2 pH balance is like a big thing on their thing. Who um owns Evian? No. There's like an aftertaste. Nestle it's just, to eh. house. I just don't like it. It's like. I would prefer any other. I literally would prefer, I think, any other brand. It is Aquafina, Dasani. No, I'm asking you, is it Nestle? I would not prefer Dasani. I don't like Dasani, but I also, I think they're equally bad. Dasani is like a relatively newer brand, let's say. You would think at some point they were like. That's owned by Pepsi. I think they are owned by Pepsi. I feel like we're really involved in the water wars. That's why we got Did nobody. uh, Ikea. Oh, oh, yes. Wait, we should. Okay, wait. We do talk about water. That Ikea water that we were sent. Because of this podcast, thank you so much to Waiakea from Hawaii. It's volcanic water. It's so good. It is like, it doesn't taste the same as other water. Trinidad, do you agree? It's very good. Yeah, I really not like sponsor, it. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not gifted. sponsored. Not just sponsored. Well, yes. Gift, yes, gifted. Not sponsored. Um, I'm glad we have a voice in the water, water bottle wars. Okay. I just wonder, like, Dasani, again, relatively new brand. Like, we were alive when it was created. Was no one doing taste tests? Was no one saying, you know, this just isn't as good as 
the Poland Spring that is killing the market, also, right? You know, it's also funny that we're like debating all the waters and which tastes the best, like their water, like their water. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. At the end of the day, like, what's more important than water? Like, you could live without all this other shit, but you Ice actually coffee. need the water. <laughs> Ice coffee is more important than water. Yeah. Seriously. We could debate um, that, too. It's one of those days I'm, I'm excited to get, like, five beverages after this podcast. I'm getting like, I want, I want, like, a coffee. I want, like, maybe, like, a green juice. Yes. A water. I'm with you. Like, a different now water. Now that my yeah. flight's delayed, yeah. I have many, um, <laughs> many exciting That's things That's the best, ahead. when you have, like, four drinks in front of you and then maybe, like, a Bloody Berry or something. I love it. Mm. Let's talk about some celebs we saw. And then get into all the pop culture news. Okay. Should I whip out my list? Say? Sammy, okay, Sammy made a list of all her sightings, our sightings, but also her. Okay. You ha- saw some good ones while Alexa and I were. It, it, feels, like, it feels like you're fishing here. Like, I caught a big one. <laughs> I caught a big one by the door. <laughs> a big mackerel. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I stalked it, and I stalked it. <laughs> <laughs> I reeled her in. Right. It's funny because we went out last night. And we didn't really see anyone. You could see tell Julia was like so pissed. Julia was, yeah, she, Julia was like, like we came, ready out, came to all go this home. way. We didn't even catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> she totally. Oh, she's like, why are you talking about me? We're talking about how you wanted, how you're disappointed with the lack of celebrities last night. I could see her looking around, being like, "Do we get another drink? If there was a celebrity here, we'd be ordering another drink. A hundred percent, we would be staying." Uh, seriously. So, Sam, are you gonna whip out your list? What's happening? Yesterday morning, while we were having breakfast, we saw Alan Pompeo. We saw Josh Flagg. That is, Alan Pompeo is a really good sighting. That's, I think, like, I missed the, it. That's upset. the best sighting we had, arguably. Although no. some would disagree. No, oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, that's a that's up for debate, you know, because our other sighting at pre dinner was Chris Hemsworth. Yes, that was the best one. That was cool. That was the only he's one I've really seen. Hot if anybody's in wondering, yeah, if anybody doesn't face tune, it's real. Quite attractive. Oh, and and you saw someone else, right? By the pool. <laughs> ben Stein. <laughs> the guy That's in Paris cool. Bueller who's like Bueller. Arguably the longest career of anyone we're talking about. True, true, yeah. true. Very respectful. Right? He was, yeah, he, he's in Paris Bueller's day off. He recognized him. He's oh, definitely we saw, older. We saw Steve Sorry. Urkel. We did another see long career, Urkel, and who else? The man who played um Jimmy Barrett on Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Uts guy. No, that's yeah, what I said. I, like, guy. I hit you. I hit you. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, she's it's like the Uts guy from Mad Men. And I'm like, I, I can't believe I know. Here. I remember what you're talking about offhand. Jimmy Barrett. That's so. Good. And then there was um. They should bring back autograph books. Then there were some like you know minor people who they have a Disney World. No, really. LA like is Disney World's, you know, the characters are just for, people, yeah, for pop right. culture. Yeah, it's really totally. exciting. We didn't have any Kardashian sightings, unfortunately. But, I've um, had my eyes peeled for spot. Pete Davidson. What's his yeah. name? You know, one of our colleagues at Gallo. When last time he was here, he saw Pete Davidson here at this hotel when we were um, oh, last time. Really but cool. I was not there because I was busy doing the morning announcements. You know. The things we miss for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of Pete Davidson, I think that's a good segue into our Julia Hart convo, actually, because a few weeks, no, because a few weeks ago, I, I, proclaimed that, I proclaimed that that Pete Davidson was sleeping his way to the top. And then, you, Sammy, you continue to read Julia Hart's book. And she yes. then she makes it a comment yes. about how no one says that about men. You did, and, and I read that literally like hours after you made that comment. I'm so progressive, <laughs> I can't even handle it. <laughs> yeah, so she wrote in the book, "No one ever says that a man sleeps his way to the top," because she was trying to obviously, like, you know, make that point. It's funny you right. chose to segue to Julia Hart after Pete Davidson when we have a Pete Davidson story. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was I was looking to segue into the thing that confirms my, uh, you know. <laughs> Confirm the something most I said. Referential. Yes. <laughs> that, wait, what is the Pete Davidson story? Speaking of, that Kim waited six months to introduce her kids to Pete. It's not really okay. a story. That's like more like a, a line. Well, that's interesting. It's an anecdote. Okay, do you want to do Julia or Pete first? Let's do Julia, and then we'll. Do I don't Pete. think the the Kim story is that interesting, right? She just okay. okay so we're she, doing. Pete. She waited. She waited six months, and she said she went to a therapist. And she's a good, like, she's telling us she's a good mom. Okay. Who is Kim's cool. therapist? That's what I want right. to know. Imagine, hmm. imagine being Kim's therapist. That right? What do you, that probably be, makes how so you much like, money. <laughs> yeah, you have to no. be really good. Do you upcharge Kim Kardashian? No, I feel like that's I wonder not if fair. they do family therapy. No, you don't upcharge. You just are an expensive therapist. Yes. Right. Fair enough. But how do you think... Could you imagine being a therapist and like you look at your patient and it's like Kim Kardashian and they're talking about how do you remain like partial? One session, after one session, I think you would, become like, like. I feel like it would just be hard to like, if unless you were a celebrity to fully like understand. That would be know. such an interesting, um, but what kind of celebrity is like, I'm going to go into celebrity psychology. That's a yeah. cool area, actually. You know what would be a, such an interesting book about like celebrity psychologist? Yes, like sort of like maybe you should talk to someone, but the celebrity psychologist does it. I would and love it to would be so that. interesting, right? Maybe yeah, I think they wouldn't one. be able to write about it. Yeah, but like no anonymous names. Anonymous, but you yeah. would be able to figure it out. Yeah, you could figure. It would it be out. like a book of blind items. That would be so and like great. violations of the Hippocratic Oath as well. Totally. Sammy loves books of blind items. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Okay, wait. So should we talk about Julia Hart then? So what's the news with her? Okay, this is what I think happened here. So Julia Hart wants to use a venue owned by Silvio, the man you've seen on the show, to host a pro-choice fundraiser for Beto O'Rourke. Silvio doesn't want to let her do this for whatever reason, whether it's political or vengeful or whatever, 
or just he's not into it or it's too much money or whatever it is. I think he um doesn't want her probably like spending on it because she famously spends a lot of money. So now she has to notify him if he's, she's going to use the venue 10 days in advance. I think it seems that she can have the fundraiser. I think Julia Hart is trying to be like the Jewish Chris Jenner. And she's like trying to like of course, feed these stories like, right. in the show. Right. So she's trying to like feed these stories like to the press. But like this isn't a good story. Well, I think it's interesting. I think she thinks it's a good story because she's like, oh, like former Orthodox woman, like trying to rebel and like host, you know, like political. Right. Like she's making a political statement by doing a pro-choice fundraiser for like a liberal a, a Democrat. Yeah. To me, this is all just like. It's so calculated of like, it's more, it's almost like, I think it's more than even wanting to to host this thing for the liberal person. It's like, I want to be in the news and how can I like do something controversial right. to like sell to the, to like pitch to the press so that we're in the, the news so that we stay relevant so that again, I can eventually become like a Kardashian level family with like that level of notoriety. Like I do think it's all very like calculated, but it's already been done before. Right. I also just feel like her kids are like, nicer like than that like you know they're very like um i can't see them like ruthlessly becoming like kim kardashian i don't know you know? they feel like their kids are like they didn't look great on the show like they do look like they're all like they all work for her which also right, like didn't right. look good for the company like they're not the next yeah. the flash mob <laughs> right i think yeah right but she did want to be the next kardashian like that was very clearly what she was going for and i also i finished her book obviously. And I think she says that a lot of her spending that she would do like earlier in her getting out of the community and like launching her career that she like spent because she thought that it created an image like she was rich, like essentially like a very expensive fake it till you make it strategy. And clearly I think she's still employing that strategy. Do people care about Julia Hart? That's what I'm saying. I feel like she's I don't trying, know. She's I care trying about. to do like chicken or <laughs> the egg. Like she's selling these stories so yeah. that people now become like care about interested her. so that she can set herself up for season two. I think she's actually she's almost copying Chris Jenner like a little too on the nose. Yeah. Like try to create your own thing, not like this thing that's already been done. Like she's you can tell she's trying to do that. It's, it's like a little annoying. Like her scandal is the is this versus right. Kim's was that. Well, also, I don't know if you guys follow like Mormon TikTok, <laughs> yes. Mormon mommy Yes, bloggers. that girl. Look, I'm not that big of a weirdo for saying this. I can stand by that. No, I've there heard is about a this. large cultural like um, you know, there's so many influencers from the Mormon community. First of all, so there's a huge Mormon influencer community, and do you know the Scala like Rachel Parcell and like the Scala family? I know Rachel Parcell, but she's not on TikTok, right? There's the one she girl is, that's but on TikTok, the one that like. The led the dancing and then had the affair and got the divorce. Yeah. So they're not, they're like adjacent, but that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking uh, about the the Parcell and Scala family. Rachel Parcell like, is Rachel Scala. They're fascinating. I feel like their four sisters they have big families. I feel like they want to be like the Mormon. Mormon version of the Kardashians. That's more interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe because you're not Mormon. And they're very, and so very like, wealthy. Yeah. They're very interesting. You should follow them. They're they're good. You know about them. I guess they must be big. Yeah. Julia told me about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do these incredibly dramatic lives. They started doing them recently. It's like for subscribers. So I wonder, are they like building the drama for the subscribers? Are they like playing it up? Very interesting. 
we've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors and for shorter trips the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately every piece is made to look better with miles so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead and base has over 30,000 five-star reviews whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line base has your personal items covered right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15 percent off your first purchase that's B-E-I-S travel dot com slash batches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So we have big news. Apparently, Khloe Kardashian has a boyfriend. Speaking of the real Kardashians. Speaking of finance bros in New York, but she found one out here in L.A. And apparently she's happy about it. (laughs) There was like some rumors that she was dating some NBA player. She commented on that Instagram saying like, no, honey, I'm just working on myself. Like, I'm good. I'm not dating anyone. And then literally the next day. It was like leaked that she is sort of hit it off with some private equity investor that she met through Kim and is now like dating this guy. I feel like now there's too much pressure on her to find her like Kravis Keith, right? Yeah, like she hit it off with a guy. So they went like, what does that mean? And okay, we were talking about this yesterday. Like, how is this in the news? Kendall broke up with Devin. Like, when do they like decide to make this announcement to the public? I didn't even know they broke up. Yesterday. Okay. Don't worry. No. You were busy. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I don't know if they broke up yesterday. That's when the news came out. Okay. But, like, imagine you'll have to set that news free into the wild. Like, you have to make a public announcement about that. Isn't that, like... I'll be honest. Their relationship never felt that real to me at all. So, they were this doesn't... When did you ever, like, see them do anything? 
I just don't feel like it was ever that deep. Seth Rogen. <laughs> I don't see it. Is he married? Yeah. I think he is married. No, no, no. He had a girlfriend he just broke up with. Oh, see? He's, oh, no, I'm thinking he's... Jonah Hill. Sorry, Jonah Hill. He broke up had with a girlfriend? Yeah, the surfer. They're broken up. The one that I've they read. came to the matching outfits? I think so. To but... that award show? <laughs> you know, what is Surrey Cruz up to? Is that I've been thinking about think her Kendall lately. should date? What do you want her? I've been thinking about her lately. I don't know. I just feel what like... Are you been um, thinking? What have you been thinking? I just want to know like what, what becomes of her. Like What's her deal? Her, sorry, specifically? Yeah. And the Jolie Pitt kids. They're definitely not going to be normal because they don't even, I think, like go to like a one school. Like Surrey Crows goes to like a school. I'm pretty sure she has like a semi-stable kid life. Whereas right. the... You don't uh, see her a lot. Surrey? Yeah. She seems... Good for her. Good for her. She probably is like living. I bet you she's living like downtown and like going to school <laughs> do live downtown in, city, in New right? York. Yeah. yeah, Katie Holmes really just kind of like went under the radar after that whole thing. You never really Maybe heard much about her daughter. But then she dated a bunch of like famous people. She dated like Jamie Foxx for a yeah. while. Do you remember like when when Surrey Cruz was born and like Shiloh Jolie Pitt was like those were like two huge celebrity children. I remember being uh-huh. just like every so exciting, really excited. Yeah, and now. So they're, they're all like so, uh, <laughs> so old. Up. Uh, yeah. What's Jolie's kids' names? Shiloh is Maddox. the Shiloh is, looks is, just Shil- like her. And him. Yeah. She has like, she looks exactly like like a complete mix of the both. Should of we do a game where we try to name all the kids? Oh, I okay. can't. Do so, it. okay. Uh, who is the, the, o- the oldest one? It was from the, ado- um, he's adopted. What? <laughs> This game is ended. <laughs> Let's not go in order. Let's go okay, in Pax, order. Pax, Maddox, Sahara. Maddox, I think, is the oldest one. No. Is there an Aiden? No. There's no Aiden. <laughs> okay. the city. Okay. There's no um, Aiden. Is the there tw- a big... The twins are, the twins are Knox and, and Vivienne. Vivienne. I was like Severine. Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Knox. I think we got it almost. I think Maddox is the oldest, right? I think Shiloh's the oldest. Oh, Shiloh's their first of the Shiloh's the first kid they like had. They did, it's had not together. adopted. Didn't they have another? They had Pax they had and twins. Vivian together. No, yeah. Knox and Vivian. Knox and Vivian. <laughs> adopted Pax as well. Pax is a different one. Okay. Brad Pitt is coming out with a movie and he was just like on the cover of GQ, which I thought was weird. I didn't like his pictures, but I still love Brad Pitt. And now he's like very single, I think. And he wrote, there was like some quotes that were pulled from the interview that was like, I've always kind of felt alone in my life. Things like he became sober and he was like depressed for a little bit. Like, I wonder, like, can you see him like having like a public relationship with someone now that he's, you know, out of this? Why doesn't he get back together with Jen? Is she single? That's where I'm going. I think they're still like fucking, but like secretly (laughs) and non-committally. I think the fact that he like left her is too embarrassing for her to ever get. That's over. why it's non-public. Like she would be ashamed. You of wouldn't do it. What if I were her and I was married and then my husband left me for another woman and then adopted all her kids and then had three more with her? I think I would hold on to that. <laughs> maybe. Right, but what if he signed something? What if he signed something that said, "I swear I won't do it again"? I just feel like she can find a hot guy to have sex with that she like wouldn't need to like. Not sex. I think I could see a relationship. It's, I think she loves him. him. I think she's not done. Like she wasn't. I think done with too him. Much that's it's not over. Between <laughs> them. It's still isn't over. I think <laughs> was it over? It still is. And it's so interesting because he really left her for someone like very very different. I wonder. You know, I'm sure she's had a lot of therapy with a celebrity therapist. Yeah. Um, the oh yeah. Line. She could go in the book that, like photo shoot like right after that was such a scandal. 
so crazy how much shoot? everyone cared about he that. He did a photo shoot with who, Angie? He did a photo, they are like, there was like a fake photo shoot of like the two of them that was like for like the movie or something like that. And like, it was like right after they got divorced and it was, I don't know, it was very sad for her. Yeah, Poor Jen. very sad, but she's been married since. No, she hasn't. Yeah, she got married just Justin Theroux. they got married? I yeah. they were just dating. But then they broke up. Oh. They seem like very friendly. I feel like she and Brad are going to I can be see like, it. Only I because now we have precedent with J-Lo and Ben. What's their oh, name? they Baffleck? couldn't have done it without, without the overturning of the precedent. Ben Lowe? What's their name together? Benifer. Benifer. <laughs> ben Lowe? Yeah, I, I can see it. Like, guys, I really, I, I feel like it might happen. Angelina hasn't dated anyone either that we know of. I'm sure she's doing stuff, though. She reads to me as such, like, a solo person, not as, like, a... I can't see I her, think like, that's why he liked her. Good. I feel like that's why Probably. he was into her, because she was, like, doing her own thing. No, guys, wasn't she rumored to be dating The weekend? Didn't you? Don't I remember that? What? Angelina Jolie? No. I didn't yeah. know that. That was Selena Gomez. She kind of is, No. Yeah. <laughs> Not maybe it was in the weekend, Alexa. Who was it? Do you remember? Yeah, the weekend. God, I'm gonna Google it. Hold on, I'm There's telling just you. No way. It was. Real. I don't think that was. I've. Ne- I would remember that. I think you. Maybe you had a dream. Guys, yeah. no. Look at all of this. Are Angelina Jolie in the weekend it's dating? It's speculation. Look at them. They're holding hands. Where they're smoke. They're no, spire. they're not. What are you talking about? That's a. That's a split screen photo. <laughs> <laughs> Where their hands like touching one next to each other. No, they went How out many people together. Do you think Look, she's walking. They're literally she's walking together. Six going, feet behind him. Yeah, well, they're going on a date. That is not how I go on a date with someone. <laughs> Why wouldn't you go on a date like this? Where I walk six feet behind the, the person I'm on a date yeah, with? Because they're trying to well, be actually, shady. I think they're just in night. line. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're in line. I think they went on a date. Okay, I don't think they're dating. Maybe they had a business meeting. What business are they attending to? I don't know. Yeah. Is she working? That's what, what she Brad said. I wonder, I wonder what, like, Angelina Jolie's they were at a business these days. Right? Like, who is she actually, how much hands-on momming is she doing is what I want to know. I feel like she's probably hands-on. I get hands-on vibes from her. I don't, I don't get hands-on vibes from her at all. Really? Not at all. I get incredibly hands-off vibes from her. I feel like she'd be hands-on in, like, artistic endeavors, but not in, like, the day-to-day. I cannot see her even interacting with the child in my head. You know, it's interesting. I feel like they're from a time of, like, when celebrities were – they didn't have Instagram or anything, so they just seem more, like, elusive. Do you know what I mean? So you feel like you don't know. I don't feel like I know Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie in the way that I know any young – like actor or musician that's like posting on Instagram. Like they do feel much more like removed from you. It seems like. Which is what I feel like that makes them the allure so great. Yeah. It's better to know less. That's why when you see them in the the I respect them more because I don't know as much about them. I don't know anything. And I think also that's like Beyonce has done well also. She's like kind of stayed out of like she just does sort of artistic Instagrams and it's less. And she just seems more, you know, mystical. Okay, unpopular opinion. I think Beyonce is not good at social media. That's not unpopular. Well, she doesn't on it, really. Well, I wonder... She doesn't need to be. My other question is, like, I wonder if, like, you could... They're both from a different... Or all of them are from, like, a generation where they started before this was a thing. But it's like, could you become big these days without that? Like, could you get to that level without the social stuff? Well, I think a reason that you maybe couldn't is not because, like, you couldn't be good enough. But I think because, like, the gatekeepers in the industry make you go on social media. Like, for Mm -hmm. example, to get a book deal, you need, like, And they're not big enough to be like, I'm not doing that. 
Yeah. And also on TikTok, there was like a whole thing, I think it was like two weeks ago, that record labels were making musicians like make TikToks because the record, I guess the, the word reached the executives that uh, right. TikTok is a great place to go viral for music. So they sent down the mandate that like <laughs> artists have to make TikToks now. And they're like, we're telling them right. to make like certain amount per week. Which it, it made sense so much about like Lizzo's like whole song and that she was like really pushing down, pushing down your throat and it's so funny because that song like came on like i was in a workout class and it came on and i was like i don't know this song like is this a new lizzo song and then the chorus came which is from the tiktok and i was like oh my god it's this song and then the rest of the song i literally had no idea how it went which is like well yeah i guess it works but i think yeah i think that no one you're not going to be able to be big enough to where you can sit like you, you can have enough star power already to be like okay i'm marcus mumford i'm not like i'm not doing anything i don't want to do because i don't need to well it's just like Whereas, where would you blow up Actually, yeah, that's, that's not true. Point. You just named like a band example. Like, I think if you're like a band and you come from like a music scene, you could without social media. Still probably harder. But oh, you have yeah. to have like grassroots fans mm -hmm. before yeah. like you get big, essentially. Yeah, I could see that. Speaking of Marcus Mumford is going solo. I don't know if there's Mumford's fans here. So is he dropping the whole band or just that guy? No, no, no. The guy left Mumford. Oh, okay. And now he's just going solo. I think they just kind of were like, all right, that's the next phase. Maybe we'll reconvene. I didn't No, I'm making this up, this right. part. But, like, we'll see what happens. But I think it's kind of exciting. But I'm sad. It's my favorite band. <laughs> yeah. You can but still listen to the songs. They don't get band. Are there any bands yeah. that stay together, like, forever? I mean, The Grateful Dead is, like, still going. Like, so many iterations. I mean... They change and like evolve, right. but like they're still doing the same songs and they still have like two of the same original band members from the original Grateful Dead. Only two? Well, one of them died. Maybe more of them died even. Uh, oh, that's why. The main guy, Jerry Garcia, died. It probably just depends on like how well the group gets along and not at all about like their staying power. Yeah. I think you it's kind I mean? of both. Really? I think it's like also the fandom. Like they still have fans who follow them around. Like, right. they don't care yeah. that Dave Jerry Garcia still, died. They're like, Dave Matthews fine. is still going, Avi and yeah. his dad are going to a concert in, like, two weeks or something. <laughs> Billy Joel's Dave. still very much. He's not a he band. He doesn't have a band, yeah. though. Yeah. Dave Matthews' the band. The East Street Band. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> band is, like, most largely still together. Uh, I want to be in a band. <laughs> what are you going to play? 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 You were in a band. You were in a band. You didn't even want to play. I didn't like it. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if we would like, you know, compare those two It'd situations so like cool. school band. It'd like, be so cool to have a Dave good voice. Matthews band. <laughs> How great would it be to like have like an amazing voice? If I could like pick a talent, I think that would be. I, I've thought about that too because I have a terrible voice. But then I'm like, there are so many good voices in the world. Why would mine be any special? It's just nice to be able to sing. It's a hypothetical. So it's, like, it's just nice to be able to in, sing without sounding like If you had like, like one asshole. talent that was so good. I know. My voice is so bad too. Three of us. Well, that's why. Yeah, we're not. It's we're not going to be our venture. Maybe moving Vo company. Definitely voices not. Voices for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, voices. Do you remember we, we were going to do an April Fool's thing where we were going to? We said we were going to start a cover you band for. No, the cover band for what was that thing? They're like, um, did Alexa just crawl behind you? Yeah, she crawled. <laughs> come on. What was that song like? Come on now, Oh, when um, did this plan happen? This was like when we were in like, the other office. We were like, we thought it'd be like a joke to like tell our PR team that we want that like we wanted to come out as like we were starting a band, a cover band for what is that? What are they? What are they called? Patty Smith. Fleetwood Mac. Patty Smith cover band. Oh yeah, I yes. remember that. 
I would. I love Alien Fleetwood on the Mac. Sax. Like, <laughs> yeah. Us on. Yeah, we would not do nothing. well with a cover band unless it was like a parody, like Weird Al type. Um, no, cover it would even still be, I think, too unpleasant to listen to. Like, unless we <laughs> completely yeah. changed. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is out today. It's on streaming. And this is with the people who are no longer on the regular yeah. shows, right? It has Jill Zarin. It has Taylor Armstrong. It has Vicky Gumbelson. Okay. I think Tamara's in it. Dorinda's in it. They're going to Bluestone Manor. And there's a lot of like drama with like with like Dorinda and Vicky or something. I is saw Teddy some headlines. There. No, Teddy's not in it. No, but Teddy, Teddy is, did. There was a some real big clapback. <laughs> like yesterday, Teddy, Teddy posted. Um, 
it was about like the cancer or something about like a show where yes. somebody faked cancer. Sounds familiar. Yes. And then Vicky wrote something back that was like, at least I have 14 ass. seasons and you have three. And yeah. then Teddy wrote back like, where were you on January 6th? Which is like very, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's very interesting. Like, where was she on January sixth? Vicky also tagged Tamara, and then Tamara's like, "Why did you? Bring Why me I tagged?" <laughs> okay, no, but this show—they're doing—they're doing a good job building some buzz for this show. But I do feel like it's sort of like the washed-up desperate people who are who are just desperate for I fame. I feel weird about this show. I feel like it's one of those shows that you're supposed to like dream and talk about that's yeah. gonna happen you're supposed to be excited about the idea of the show but the fact that the show is happening i'm really scared well, it's to just watch. like well let's put together a group of people that we've rejected for regular stints on your tv screen and put them together because they're all desperate for fame so let's see what happens whatever the market will bear they offered them a paycheck they didn't have to say yes Right. I don't think it's about the paycheck. I think it's about the the fame. Irrelevant. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. If they're like, I'm on I'm on 14 season, yours on three. It's not a battle for money. I don't think they're like, oh, I really need the money. None of them seem like relevance. It's more, yeah. And that's the sad like the most relevant of the least relevant. (laughs) Well, I I also think some of it is potentially like a like a um an audition for if like they want to bring them back. It's like, oh, or they could do this show. again. Also, yeah. okay, I, I just realized the reason that, that uh, Vicky tagged Tamara is because she's Teddy's co-host of the podcast. Right, right. And so she, I think, was like, come get your girl. Yeah, how did that happen? Isn't it funny that Teddy and Tamara have a podcast together? Like, I've never listened cool. to it, but Dylan, I think, once said, or one of his guests said on his show that it's like an interesting dynamic and that it actually kind of works in some way. So I think it does pretty well. So Because, yeah, neither of them like are shy to share their opinion. The thing also, like, Lisa Rinna is posting crazy stuff this season and said, like, bring back Teddy Mellencamp. She was a great housewife. And then she wrote next line. like, Eileen Davidson, too. She was fabulous. Meanwhile, like, was. Eileen was supposed to be Eileen. her best friend. I yeah. love, I loved Eileen. She was too she was normal for the show. Normal. Yeah, that's she why was I liked her. She was very normal. She was not. It was cool to see her, but it was also she, I could see why they got rid of her. because She wasn't doing anything abnormal. <laughs> she was great. She was great. So it's out now. Oh my god, I'm kind of excited to watch it. I feel like it's going to be bad, but or maybe it'll be good because again, all these people really need this. But your <laughs> expectations are lower. That's how But you then it's it. going to be like fake drama. I don't know. I'm excited to see Dorinda again cuz I miss her. Yeah. Why did they get rid of Dorinda? She was like pretty good. She had a really rough season. She was too mean to Tinsley? Yeah. She did. She was she was quite mean to Tinsley. I think she was also difficult for, like, the producers. She was going through a hard time. She was drinking a lot. She was broke up with John. That sounds like great TV, though. I'm surprised they were like, oh, if you're going, like, you're going through a hard time. Like, I don't want, we don't no one wants said to see that, that. Isn't she said that crazy thing about, like, she really offended Andy? He said that, that wasn't why, that but, wasn't like, why. I don't know if that's, if he's just saying that. But I think she was having a rough time, and she even said that on her reunion. She should just say sorry to Tinsley, and she can come back. <laughs> okay, Andy. No, she was just so mean to her. She was like making fun of the fact that she was gonna do like IVF or something. It was just like so mean for no. Yeah, reason. it was a turkey baster thing that I think that, and then I really think she was kind of difficult to the production. Like, if that's how she acted towards her co-star on camera, imagine how she was behind the scenes. And I think that's partially why. But I also think they would have her back. Just they needed to give her like a minute. Right. Oh, I saw Bethany posted something with Jill Zarin on a plane. Oh yeah, they yeah. were on a plane together. I was surprised that, by that. that. I feel like about? Bethany hates Jill. I was very confused. She went to Bobby's funeral. That was like five years ago. But then it was weird, though. 
I feel like it was like the, it didn't go it was. smoothly. They weren't like yeah. when I saw that, I was like, what am I looking at? Like the two of them on the plane. They just happen to be on the same plane. What are the chances? Also, imagine no, being on the plane and being like, it wasn't what? It wasn't an accident, I don't think. It yeah. seemed like it was. They were it's on also a private interesting plane. to me. No, it wasn't. That it was that, first. That that's still a thing because like they were on the show together for what, like two seasons? Like who's that invested in their friendship? And if they're going to be friends, like I don't care. Like, oh, like they have to get, they rekindle the friendship. Like that Who? was like Bethany and, and Jill Zarin. They were only People on for care. two seasons together, together. The two of them, I think so. Right? I think three. What? Two or three. I think they got into the fight on like this, on season, season like three. two. Or season three. Season two, maybe. Was Scary Island season three? Because if so, it was three seasons. I feel like, I thought they were on together for so long. No? No. I don't think so. Because Jill was off, hasn't been on in like many years. Well, I'm excited to watch the show. We have lots of things to catch up on when we get Scary home. Scary Island was, was at was season three. Season three. So then it had to be three together. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it was only on three seasons? Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't on for that long. Yet she left. Well, she has more. lasting power then. Do you have to give yeah, her that she, much? Yeah. I mean, people still talk about her like all the time. So she definitely like made her mark. I guess it's also very memorable. Like also like Alex McCord, everybody remembers. And Bethany and Jill were, I think, like the first like duo of friends that uh-huh. were really close. People loved them, and then they broke up. So, right. and then after that, like I feel like Sonia and Ramona are a way more iconic duo. Ugh, but they weren't, Ramona. yeah, because Sonia wasn't even on the show till season season two. I think three. she came on. I think they're like a little Tweedledee Tweedledum. Like I think Bethany and and Jill were more like two like Type A personalities that like really butt heads. They were the first like besties of housewives right in the oc there was not yet and then the dynamics like, shifted and it got really crazy yeah that was really yeah. iconic i loved it also like you weren't gonna get like that famous at the time like i think because housewives was so new it wasn't like they knew what they were getting into and but Jill then they was did kind get of really like, famous and then it was like yeah. weird weirdness because one was more famous than the other and then it was uh-huh. that created the weirdness it was interesting to see early days of like reality tv fame and getting into your head well, I think that, like, Jill had the upper hand. Like, she was the more, like, not, like, power. Like, yeah, she, she was, was richer. Like, the more Bethany richer, was, like, powerful super poor one. her first two seasons. Yeah. And then she, like, took Bethany under her wing. And then Bethany became, like, the more popular or it was very, also like, became Regina George. I, like, invented her. Yeah. It is. It literally it is. is that dynamic. And that's also why I think people are interested in it. Well, I'm excited to watch that. That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. You can follow me at Aileen. And I'm at Sammy. And please leave us a rating and a review if you're enjoying the show. DM us if you have any feedback. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.